my thought is is maybe they think it's gonna be a big fat nothing because they know what's really going on and that right. i'm thinking that it's just there's that there's gonna be no restraining order because nothing really happened Welcome to Cocktails and Gossip, the podcast where we drink cocktails, but you better believe we're going to spill the tea. We chat reality TV, celebrity blinds, and the hottest tea from bravoandcocktails.com. And as always, it's all alleged and just for fun. We do not verify our blinds. I'm B, And I'm Amanda. Let's get into this week's tea. What's up, cocktailers? Hey, cocktailers. It's a new week. B, you, I think, had a lot of Roni fans happy this week because we heard and, well, it was announced. Was it announced or or we shared that there's a Roni Legacy Girls trip happening? And to our pleasant surprise. No, it wasn't announced. Like, this has not been announced. This has not been confirmed. So, okay. If it's true, it's a Bravo and Cocktails exclusive. I'm pretty sure it's true. I don't even know if it's completely firmed up yet. Okay. But the best part is it really, like, actually going to happen at Scary Island? So, I, so, okay. Three different sources told me, like, bits and pieces which is why i think that it is actually happening i think that it's just firming up now meaning i don't even know if contracts are signed but we do know who is expected to be on it so as it firms up i've kind of been teasing out what i'm hearing right so i did hear it's filming in june i did hear it's going to be at scary island okay do we know where scary island really is actually you know what it's in the Caribbean. Definitely do, but do I remember? No, I feel okay. like is it Turks Cocktail- and Caicos? Cocktailers will know, but I know it's somewhere in the Caribbean. I just don't remember yes. like what island it is. Well, it's funny. I was just on Brands by Bravo's pod, and they do rewatches. And the episode we did was Scary Island. It was I did that last week, and it was before I knew about this. That would have been oh, fun okay. to add in. But okay, so we know Luann. We've known Luann, Dorinda, Sonia, and Kelly. Okay, they're all still on the docket. What is surprising to many is that Jill is out. Okay, that might not be surprising. We knew that. Ramona is in. Interesting. So we after it was announced that negotiations had fell through for a legacy in its, you know, a, a, a legacy spinoff in Manhattan, all that had fell through because of some say Jill, we say Luann and Jill not liking the paycheck they were getting jill saying she didn't like it because it wasn't equal luann in general just thinking it wasn't enough money because we heard it was a huge pay cut jill has completely backed out and then they went on some like press tour you saw it was ramona dorinda and luann like having lunch being out and about and sonia was actually away and she like reposted them like oh my girls are out so we knew they were up to something Mm -hmm. and our suspicions were correct but not just ramona we're also getting Alex McCord, Aviva, and Tinsley. (laughs) Okay. So here's how I think of it. Ladies can commit to a week or two, right? Right. Their families don't need to be involved. You don't have to deal with the kids. You don't have to deal with the spouses or the boyfriends. It's easier to convince them. 
Like, right. as an example, we know that Tinsley's dating someone or engaged. We're not clear because, again, he's very private. Their relationship is pretty private. So she's living with him in the South. A trip, she can go on a trip and she doesn't need to involve him except maybe to say, I have a fantastic boyfriend. You guys will meet him soon. Like mm-hmm. to the other ladies, right? Right. We know Alex lives in Australia, but again, a trip works. She did the girls' trip. With Aviva, I don't even know if she was originally asked for legacy or if she wasn't considered for that. You know, maybe I was thinking, Amanda, her kids might be at an age where she wouldn't commit to a series, but a trip is right up her alley because she wants to be back in the mix, but not like with all the cameras on her family. Mm -hmm. I think that this is awesome because it gets their toes wet. And from there, maybe they. (laughs) (laughs) You know why I'm laughing. (laughs) No, but I'm also going to say, and I'm I I think you can relate to this, and I'm sure so many of you guys can, the listeners. I find myself saying things that like my mom would say, and I would roll my eyes at. And now, as I get older, like they just have somehow become like a part of my vocabulary <laughs> no I know I just laughing because I'm like picturing having oh, watched you know fun. having watched Rhodey from so long ago we know that Aviva has two feet she has her like if she's wearing that was not shoes. intended right and then she also takes it with her to get pedicures so I just I can't I can't with that metaphor <laughs> oh my god and I swear to god that was not intentional maybe it was like a subliminal thing and I didn't even mean to do it no and I'm not it's I mean nobody's laughing at the situation I just I got a very very clear picture of toes getting wet I love it (laughs) anyway no I do so it would okay let me change it it would ease them back in yeah and I think from there you know once they're back in it they may be more willing to do something like a whole season. And I think for both, like for both Bravo and the women, like Bravo can use this to see, like how do people receive Aviva back in the mix? Or is Tinsley willing to convince her fiance she wants to do this again? Are Simon and (laughs) Alex willing to move from Australia back to Brooklyn? You know, all these kind of things. Um, And again, it could just be the trip, but we'll take it. I mean, and it makes sense. I think we talked about this. I think maybe this was on the cocktail party pod when we were talking about this last week. But it it makes sense to me, especially if, you know, budget seems to be, you know, a thing. And then, like, managing the schedules and the logistics. I'm sure just in New York City in general, it's got to be extremely expensive. But also, it's encapsulated, right? Like... So, you know, the the ladies aren't giving up six months of their time, which essentially they have to do when they're filming. You know, they can keep it encapsulated within a couple of weeks. And it, like, satisfies, like, the fan cravings to have these women back on our screens. So I wonder if, what do you think? Like, do you think Bethany will make a surprise entrance? I was thinking um, Jill midway through showing up like she did in the original Scary Island would be classic. I haven't heard that that's happening, but I could see it. If they gave her like the full check to do half the trip and, you know, I could see it. I don't believe that Bethany will do it. I mean, all signs point to that's not going to happen. But again, a trip is a different thing. And I think it depends on 
where she's at, like if she has some business she's launching, if it if she feels it would be some way beneficial, which exposure is always beneficial. And these trips have great exposure. Um, certainly she doesn't need the money, but we know that she likes to be relevant. So it's yeah. not an impossibility. Well, and the women, so I'm just trying to think here of who was on together and who was not. So like Alex left and Sonia came on, right? Alex and, or were Alex and Sonia on the same season ever? I feel Alex like Alex and Sonia were on the same season. Okay. And I will tell you, I know that because I rewatched Scary Island. Oh, Scary and Island. That's right. Thing, when I was rewatching Scary Island with Danielle from Brands by Bravo and Sue, who's her co-host, the three of us remembered rewatching it was that Alex and Bethany really had a nice friendship because at that time they were, first of all, they were, I think, around the same age and they were not as established. Bethany was not the her businesses were not the success they are today right. and Alex you know they were they were they were women they were coming up in the world right and mm-hmm. they had a really sweet friendship that season and um I don't believe that they have maintained a friendship but certainly I don't think there's any bad blood and when you like somebody it's like it's like college friends right like right. you go to your reunion and you bump into somebody that maybe you haven't kept in touch with because it wasn't part of your friend group, but you always enjoyed their company. And so yeah. then you just fall right back into that conversation, right? And that right. easy way with each other. So Alex could be a draw for Bethany. I think that Sonia would be a draw for Bethany because other than the um, cheater brand, Tipsy, Sangria, whatever that was. Yeah. Um, they always yeah. had a good relationship. Dorinda and Bethany are on good terms. I know they were rocky over the years, but when Dorinda was let go, we saw a lot of her hanging out with Bethany. Right. Um, Ramona, Bethany has always had a love-hate relationship with, so whatever. So I do think Tinsley, Bethany, did, she was whatever about her. I know she didn't like what was Kristen Teekman, but t- Tinsley, her and Bethany were basically, I don't think they loved each other. But in other words, it's not anybody she'd be super opposed to filming with. No, Luann but... and her have long-standing beef, but she's got enough allies, and Alex would certainly be an ally, especially where Lu- Luann's concerned. Yeah, I just I I love the idea too of just all the same women, like they all know each other pretty much, right? Like Tinsley maybe and Aviva might not know each other, but like pretty much they kind of all know each other. They all have you know common filming history right like they've all filmed with Luann for example yeah there's um, enough there's enough they're from the same era there's enough right. overlap that even if they didn't directly film with each other they have been at events together they're all living in Manhattan and you know Manhattan is a big city but their circles especially being housewives from New York they've been in a lot of the same events together so they all know each other yeah well, I just I think it solves a lot of like the the stuff that we were hearing. Um and yeah, hopefully I mean it'll it'll definitely make good TV and then I think it'll give everybody a chance to kind of figure out if it makes sense for there to be more of a legacy show. But that also tells me too that the fact that they haven't pushed so far like as as hard to film a legacy show as we had been hearing they had been at one point tells me that the new reboot is going to be pretty good and i know we've been hearing that so it i mean we might be coming out like with a win-win situation here and also i just i think that this changes things for other cities as well you know we started with our mixed trips right our girls Mm -hmm. trips where it was cast from all over 
I think trips with ladies past, present, um, from the same city will be such a cool and different vibe. They have a history. Yeah. And many of them have like natural issues, right? And even, listen, when you're, when you're demoted or you're let go and another lady comes on and has success, you have animosity towards her, right? And now we're putting you on a trip together and maybe you never filmed together, but that animosity is going to come out. Her maybe acting like she she's better than you is going to come out. And it, I mean, and then, and then you each separately have relationships with the other ladies that are different. And so how everyone meshes when, it's like anything else, right? Like right. you have a group of, mom friends and then you have a group of high school friends and so you're not exactly the same person in each group i know like for one of my birthdays we did a trip to out east in long island to vineyards and it was awesome it was post covid and you know you really hadn't seen anybody and it was um a bunch of my mom like my newer like mommy type friends right that i've Mm -hmm. made since i've had kids and that and who some you know there's some overlap in that depending on where people live. And then it was my high school friends, my like my quote unquote neighborhood high school friends growing up. And then it was my college friends. And like many of them, like my high school friends knew my college friends, but both sets, there were some that didn't know my mommy friends. So it's like sort of interesting to have you with all like the versions of yourself, Mm -hmm. you know, like who you were as a kid and a high schooler. And then, a college person and then a mom are like different versions. It's different chapters of your life. And so when the housewives that were on season one, like a Ramona who was Mm -hmm. on season one with one of them who then is no longer and was on a later season with Tinsley, it's like you're getting a different version of that person. I will with Ramona. She's a bad example. You're always basically getting the same version, but Luann's a great example. Luann at the beginning was so tight and stuffy and countess Mm -hmm. with the class with the countess like back in in Alex McCord's version. And then you have like Tinsy's version where Luann got arrested. Right. You have your... <laughs> so like Luann is such a different person to those people individually and then to see them all together. And ha- you know you know what I'm saying. So Yeah, I totally do. I totally do. I love that. So let's see. Today is March 23rd that we are recording. And um, little humble brag for the website that we posted back on March 10th from a source that BravoCon would be in Las Vegas the first weekend in November at Caesars. And then this week, Andy teased it on like an Instagram live. So he teased it. I can tell you my followers are saying the hotel prices are climbing up, um, which can only mean that something's happening that weekend. And yes, I know there's some other conference. You may know this. I don't even know what this means. A SEMS conference? I think it's S-E-M-S. It's some sort of big conference that's held in Vegas. I didn't even hmm. Google it. I have no idea what it is. But um, you guys, I mean, Vegas, but that's the thing with Vegas. Like, there can be a huge, like, C- oh, it's not it's not CIS because that, that's been in January usually. I mean, they can have a huge conference and like over at the like at the expo center and then totally do something at caesars like vegas can handle it i guess is what i'm trying to say there's plenty of hotel rooms but it is interesting that the hotel rooms are climbing the prices and what i say to that is 
all of you guys who have not subscribed. If you saved money on your room, thanks to us, subscribe. <laughs> I'm teasing. I'm teasing. But yeah, so um, I have to tell you, Amanda, that I, I, I don't want to even hint at how I came to this information. But what I can tell you is that nobody knew about it. Right. But because of the person that told me uh, and their role in life, we'll leave it at that. I was like, it, I, I, listen, nothing's ever 100%, but I really felt confident. And I have had people contact me like, who told you this? Like, how did you hear this? And to that, I say, I never reveal my sources. I never nope. do. I never will. Listeners, if you ever want to send me something, it's like, I bury the body and I will never excavate it. Nobody, I don't keep, I don't even keep like receipts. I delete stuff. I really don't because I take it very seriously. And I, I know personally that being anonymous is something that I have requested of my followers. Like, you know, like I don't want to be known. I don't want to be famous. Like you don't have right. to look for me because it's nothing. You're not going to find that I'm Bethany Frankel or, oh, do you know who people say they think I am now? Who? Danielle Cabral. Because I'm like, does my voice... I mean, she's from Staten Island. I'm not. But yeah, a couple people have said to me, are you Danielle Cabral? <laughs> oh, I don't see that at all. I but. I honestly didn't either. I don't know. I'll take it as a compliment. I think she's great. But I don't... But so I say all that to say, I don't ever reveal my sources. Right. So. Right. Well, and, and that's what keeps our engine running, right? Because... Like that's, you know, that's what keeps like the, the gossip fresh is respecting the sources because people know to feel comfortable that we're not going to reveal, you know, and there's always and guys, an anonymous. Yeah. Do make sure your rooms are refundable <laughs> because as I say, I, I am not, I don't work for Bravo and I didn't book Caesar's Palace for BravoCon. So if something changes, I don't want you guys to be mad at me but this is this is what we're hearing and andy is teasing it so i don't see why he would do that unless there was truth to it i feel like i well i haven't booked anything yet but i feel like i want to okay so let's go i mean let's go to the elephant in the room today we know vanderpump rules is doing the reunion we know scandaval it's like every day i feel like there's some new some new something coming up with Scandaval. Um, and like, it's not just Bravo fans. Like, I feel like now there's a lot of people who didn't even watch the show and are going and watching the show so that they can understand better, like, the Scandaval of it all. <laughs> I can't tell you how many of my non Bravo watching friends that I've seen have been like, B, you have to give me a rundown. Like, what's going on here? I mean, it was on CNN. My dad was like, is this one of your shows? I was like, it sure <laughs> is. And I told him, I'm like, I posted about it a few hours before TMZ. And I don't think he believes me, but maybe you can call him Amanda and let him know that that's like, not just me blowing <laughs> smoke up his ass. Um, in any event, it's, it's a wild ride before and Amanda knows this because I immediately sent it to her. Before the mid-season trailer was released, yeah, I was sent it, and it was like incredible. And the person was like, "You can make a post, like 
with dictation about what you're seeing, but you cannot repost it. So I did. And I just basically, I just put bullet. And it's funny because I don't think I'm somebody who like, I'm a, I'm a big picture kind of gal. Like I don't really notice the details. And I know that there are like other accounts who probably would have done it like even better. And certainly many of our followers like notice things that I, you know, sort of, cause when it, when, when I was sent it, it was just like, first I was shocked that I was sent it. Cause I didn't realize it was coming out like the, the day after that. Right. I thought, you know, so I didn't, nobody thought they'd get it together that quickly. So I just saw like the main stuff, which at this time we have all watched I mean, it's been critiqued a million times. I think we've all seen it a million times. This episode of Cocktails and Gossip is sponsored by BetterHelp. Ever find yourself in a situation where you just didn't know what to do? I mean, I have so many times with my marriage, my kids, even my career. If only life had a user manual, but therapy can help you with that because therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and to learn productive coping skills. I personally have gotten so much out of therapy in the past. I've gotten help making decisions. I've gotten help, you know, learning how to better react or respond in a negative or triggering situation. Sometimes I just need somebody to listen and help me work through what I'm really feeling about a situation. My experience with BetterHelp has been just that. The online therapists that I worked with on BetterHelp both helped me better identify the things that are triggering me, which helped me kind of get that shortcut to finding a way to, in a more productive way, react and respond and deal with those emotions and feelings. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Plus, it's affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It couldn't be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com CAG. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash C-A-G. Well, remember what I said to you when I, when you sent it to me, I said. Yes. See, and it's funny because you said that to me and I didn't even, like, obviously that was quite the line, but everybody picked up on that. Yeah, I was like, I was like, tr- mark my words, hashtag for you today is going to become like a totally trending hashtag. And it has. You Because right. I mean, it is such an iconic, it's such an iconic line. She's so an crazy. Icon. Um, and, we, okay. and, we see, and also I posted yesterday, um, Ariana is in a new movie with, I believe, Megan Good, a Lifetime movie. Yeah. So. Yeah, Holla at your girl. Good for her. Good for her. I mean, so we know, you know, and so since it came out on Monday, the 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 promo has like it's been dissected like a million different ways. There's that one scene that I've now seen dissected a ton of ways of Tom Sandoval leaning over a woman with an eye mask on who looks like they have brown hair, and it's been proven to be inside the hotel room 
at the resort where Sheena, see, I said her name right, um, where she got married. Um, but there's no way that's Raquel. It's got to be Ariana. And just like, because Ariana has like that, she's kind of got the bronze kind of look going, I think, right now. It's got to well, be she Ariana. Actually, she actually just lightened it, but she was, she did have like a light brown blonde. That's, I think it's Ariana. I think yeah. it's Ariana. Um, I, the whole thing, I mean, just his lack of emotion, like when he says we both, what stood out to me, because everybody had something that stood out. What stood out to me was when he said, we both should have tried harder. Like Kristen Dowdy said that you were going to just see him gaslighting her. And she was absolutely right. Like we both should have tried harder. Okay. That is a conversation for a breakup pre-affair. Right. Right. That's something you can say to somebody if you're if you're breaking up with them and they're like, what do you mean? I don't want to break up. Right. And they're like, listen, uh, maybe we both should have tried harder. But once if that was her in the bed, it was a very romantic kiss that they were having. Right. Um, like what? And also we see her say or him say sex four times a year. Again, we don't know if that was a weird clip we don't know if he was talking about someone else we don't know we also heard her say i can't have sex with someone who's a stranger again i think that's probably an edit like maybe somebody was saying they had a one-night stand and she was just saying i personally can't have sex with someone who's right so we don't right. know the context of this also the cute guy that she's topless in the pool with he came out on insta and he was like hi it's me i'm ariana's gay friend we weren't hooking up in the pool at sheena's wedding yeah but yeah. if I was straight, she'd be my girlfriend, like that kind of thing. Yeah. But I could also see Ariana saying, like, I wouldn't have sex with a stranger, like, to be like, I mean, the first episode, she talks about how, like, she hasn't seen him, right? That they've been working, he's been working day and night, and, like, she goes with the moving van to him, like, to go help him go get, because, like, that's the way that they could spend some time. So... I could see that completely making sense if he's like, well, we only had sex four times this year. And she's like, well, why would I have sex with a stranger? Like, I could see her saying that right. in that context as well. But totally. I mean, totally. So interesting. Did you so I haven't gotten to watch it yet. Did you watch um, Jax and Brittany on Watch What Happens Live? I did. I did. And we also watched their media tour, which was about their Watch What Happens Live performance and Scandival. But they are, they today, they dropped a podcast. Good for them. A source, so a source told me that, because um, everyone was asking, like, we know they're going to be on Watch What Happens Live, but they're doing all this press. I mean, mm -hmm. I think it was the media's way. Listen, Jack's a great soundbite. So I think the media, it was good for them. It was great for Jack's because he likes the attention. But he was only, he was promoting a podcast, which is great. It's a great accomplishment. Yeah. But he doesn't have a television show coming. They have been floating this valley, like, you know, how they all live in the valley reality yeah. show with them and some friends of theirs. I don't know if that means familiar faces or not. Obviously, it wouldn't be Stasi because they don't talk and it can't be any of the current Vanderpump rules. What I'm hearing is, though, is that although they've had a lot of meetings and you would think that even though people don't necessarily love him, they love to hate him. So but I'm hearing since NBC fired them, they're pretty limited, like Peacock's not going to pick it up. Um, mm. But this media tour and this appearance may help them. I have to say, Brittany's a sweet girl. Her laugh on Watch What Happens Live was 
incessant. And I hope she doesn't do that on the podcast because I, for one, could not take that. <laughs> <laughs> it was just con like, like, hello. Hey. It was like, oh, oh God, gosh. Oh God. Oh, okay. God. oh, God. Yeah. I look forward to watching it. And I actually like I I look forward to seeing both of them. Um, I've just had a like a crazy busy week. So I had to prioritize like the main shows over the Watch What Happens lives this week because I feel like the Watch What Happens lives though have been just as good as the shows. I've just had to make some choices. But um, I look forward to seeing them. And I think I think Jack's. You know, Jax is going to have a unique perspective where he's known Sandoval for and Schwartz for a really long time, but he isn't necessarily going to have any kind of allegiance, right? Because he's not, there's no show, there's no allegiance that he needs to try to right. keep up. So, well, he, he was very belligerent and like he also really disliked Sandoval because they had a big falling out. He's saying like Sandoval said so many things about my character and clearly I don't have a leg to stand on because I have made a ton of mistakes. However, he's a hypocrite because I at least had remorse and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, he doesn't, need, he didn't even publicly apologize to Ariana at first. Um, Jax also maintains that it wasn't just Miami girl that Sandoval has cheated on Ariana plenty of times. And yeah. Brittany seemed to think that that was, came as a surprise to Brittany. I don't know if she was just playing that up, but, um, yeah. So he was totally belligerent because to your point, like the network isn't going to fire him. They've already done that. You know, it's interesting that Jax said that about Sandoval. Cause I've always kind of thought that too, like that there's this very like sanctimonious, coming from Sandoval this like holier than thou like you totally. know I'm gonna stand up for the little guy and you're wrong but he never seems to like or he'll cry right but like yes he just doesn't admit he doesn't tend to admit fault either and like I do respect it and you we've talked about this multiple times like totally I never liked him apologize he and they say I fucked right. up and even yeah. Even Sandoval, like, even when he paid for James and Raquel's engagement, he made it about him. I just love to do this for people. He has a way of making even Tom Schwartz and Katie's marriage he made about him. Jax's yeah. situation he made about him. When Stasi had her, I think it was a book party or some party at... Oh, my God. Um, he flipped out Tom, on her. Tom, right. And, like, she had cleared it through whoever the manager of the establishment is. He flipped out on... Like, he makes everything about him, and I've always felt that way. I think that with Jax gone, because Jax was so obviously belligerent and wild, but still, Sandoval, remember when we found out that his band was going to be an add-on at BravoCon, and I yeah. did, like, a 20-minute rampage about nobody's going to attend because who cares about him? Yeah. Because so many, a lot of a lot of cocktailers, not a lot, but a handful of cocktailers felt that we were harsh on Raquel and not Tom. And I'm like, no, 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 no. If you've been <laughs> listening, you know that I never was a fan. Like, I don't mind Schwartz. I'm not a fan of his, but I never liked Tom Sandoval. I even said on Winter House, like, I wasn't excited for them to come, but they were like, all right, you know? Yeah. Never liked him. Like. Yeah. And no. And, and. So some of you guys won't have heard our emergency pods from the night that we recorded after like everything went down. But I mean, I went on and you like immediately agreed. I was like, guys, like they're both at fault. So when we're talking, if we're talking about one or the other, it's because their betrayals were different, right? Raquel 
her betrayal was very different from, but also betrayal, and Tom's betrayal was different. Like, they are both betraying Ariana in different ways, and we were dissecting it, but we were like, they are both at fault. They are both right. at fault, right? And so... And listen, the man is at more fault because the man is the one with the commitment. No one is debating that. And well, it's interesting... And- yeah. What's interesting is this episode, like everyone, all the girls, Katie, um, Lala, Kristen, Christina Kelly are all going in on Raquel. And you see Ariana like trying to mediate it and just being like mm-hmm. in her confessionals, like, you know, they're so hard on her. I can't picture that Raquel would be like this and all this stuff. And it's just like, wow, this is one of the only people who supported you, her and Sheena. Well, and that is why Ariana, like, that's why everybody loves her is because they see that she's, she's really just trying to do the best. And like, she calls out, like, I, you know, when she's like, I've seen them pull her, turn this mean girl shit on. And she's like, I don't, I don't believe it. You know, I don't believe that, um, that Raquel was acting like, like that. And I think, you know, and, 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 you know, she's she's standing up for what she you know what she thought was right even when it was not the popular opinion you know so anyway i don't know i um you know we i asked you last week if you had heard where tom and rochelle are and so we've heard some mixed messages so because we heard um if it was i'm not sure if it was Kristen. Or no, maybe it was Kale, the friend of ex friend of Rochelle. Somebody went on and said, "Hey, you know, Tom will not leave the house. Um, he refuses to leave, and Ariana is feeling kind of unsafe in her house." Um, so we heard that, but then we also right. heard that Rochelle and Sandoval were both in Arizona, where her family is. So maybe, or maybe both are true. Maybe. At first, he wasn't refusing, you know, wouldn't wouldn't leave, and then joined joined her in Arizona. Right. But we know, like, she came back because we saw that she she was boarding her dog in Arizona. So it tells me that she's planning on going back to Arizona after the reunion. And then there was the crazy video. Like I said, every day is something crazy and new, where she is sitting on a chair outside of the nail salon. And gives this long interview with a TMZ guy. Um, and he she's even wearing the same sweatshirt that Katie wore on Watch What Happens Live. Which, and by the way, the name of the sweatshirt a follower said is called The Muse. <sighs> yeah. And then, because that's what she thinks she is, right? Mm-hmm. And then, and you know what? If you want to be the muse to the lead singer of a cover band, then go Have girl. at it. <laughs> And then she's sitting in the, I guess the nail salon, Ariana goes there and it's like, and it's in Valley Village and, and Rochelle doesn't even live in Valley Village. It's like, what the, what in the actual hell? I mean, in the words of Lala from my, from the last episode, Raquel put a thought together. We know you can do it. Like get (laughs) an individual thought for once. You know, and like, 
people will say, are we sick of this yet? And But we aren't, Amanda. There's so many layers no. and players in this and opinions. And this cast is all so outspoken and they give their opinions and they tell us the behind the scenes. Um, you know, I saw a meme and it, it was something about like, don't ever give up on yourself. Remember last season when we all figured that Vanderpump either wasn't coming back or would just like fade into obscurity and nobody would watch. And now it is quite possibly the biggest scandal ever on the network, right. like a Phoenix. I mean, you, you have to give, whether you like them individually or not, you, if you are a fan of reality television, this crew of people past and present are gold. They are gold for any executive. That's why as much as people say what they want about Jax, I, I can see him getting another show because it just makes sense. I think his podcast will be successful. I think yeah. people like his crazy takes. Um, and, you know, the, the Rashina restraining order, the anticipation for this reunion, every day a new podcast from a friend or a cast member, different perspectives. We know they want to film the restraining order. Oh, so I also posted this. So we know that they want to film the restraining order, but budgets are tight at this point, And I hear cameras are going to be down next week. Now, to me, when when my source said that, my response was, come on, they're going to make so much money off this show, right? But I don't know how budgets work, right? So I, I should keep my mouth shut. I heard mixed things. I think they're not allowed in court, but I'm not even thinking about the court part of it. Like, we want to see cast reactions. And right. maybe that will depend. Like, if it's adjourned till June 5th, maybe they'll just be like, screw it. We're not going to get the reactions because it's the same, right? If yeah. it's granted, I think cameras go up. And if, if it's if it's thrown out, cameras go up, right? So I don't know. That's my opinion. I think they're going to... Well, I heard that. And so I tend to agree with that. Although that's not firm. Well, um, or... Because I think... I wonder. Because, first of all, I think the budgets... The budget thing, like, I don't... I think there's... They could make one call from the production company. I think it's Evolution... And say Bravo, because, you know, usually the way it works is the production company is, um, like, they they sell another season for a certain price, right? But there's no right. way that Bravo wouldn't be like, we'll pay for an extra episode, right? And they, they do a contract for however many, you know, episodes. And so I'm sure Bravo and Evolution, I think it's Evolution, what, whatever the production company is, I'm sure that they could work that part out. And I'm sure Bravo would be willing to pay because, I mean... Just even the online revenue they must be getting just at um, BravoTV.com. I mean, it's it's gonna be good, and like the the money will come. I'm just wondering. My thought is is maybe they think it's gonna be a big fat nothing because they know what's really going on, and that right. I'm thinking that it's just there's that there's gonna be no restraining order because nothing really happened. Well, speaking of reunion, something that I got last night was that Sheena and Raquel will both be at the reunion. We know that. However, they can't be in the same room at the same time. There's no way around it. Raquel will obviously still have to face off with everyone else. Yeah. Um, like, I think they'll be like in different buildings and they'll be. And then I think after we got that, we saw a seating chart and they said both of these will be used. Um, yeah. Just like we I... said last week, like there's right. a way that they can figure it out and like move the people around you know like it's really just Ra Rochelle and Sheena that have to not be together and so they can move one in one out and move the other in just like we said so that doesn't that does not surprise me 
And this I posted, I'm going to actually, I didn't post yet. I'm going to post it for, for nighttime. I try to time my, my posts out guys. Um, it's an email I got called PR strategy. Rachel is not nervous about the reunion. She knows the cast will be attacking her and looking to gain on that sympathy from fans. People are already siding with Rachel based on how Lala, Kristen Kelly, and Katie have treated her. And no doubt it'll be six against two. And most will be more vocal against Rachel than Tom. It's actually a smart strategy because it'll work. It's worked for her before when she had the same gown designed as another beauty queen contestant. She did that on purpose and was crucified by a few women and she still came out on top. What is that last part? Still came out on top. Like, meaning it sounds like she's like, still... Is that somebody we know or is that... No, no. I mean, who did she have the same dress as? Oh, I don't know. I'm not... <laughs> I don't follow the pageant world. <laughs> right. I'm sure we can figure that out. Here's a question. Yeah, I send it to us. <laughs> Based on that, right? Is there like, is there a no? Is there no limit on what Katie, Lala, and Christina could have said or done to Rochelle now, knowing what we know, like? Is there no oh, limit, right? right? Like, is there is is well, there a line where totally. it's even knowing what Rochelle was doing, you know, now, like where it still feels mean girls and like bullying? And totally, totally. And I also, speaking of Katie, I wanted to point something else out um, because I'm sure, listen, Bravo viewers are very savvy and they know what's up. About Katie not giving her room up in Mexico, super annoying storyline. Everyone knows they're filming a show. Katie wouldn't have been paid if she didn't go to Mexico. Even if she was at a different resort, it would cut into her screen time, right? right. It would also be a pain in the ass for production. The bridesmaid who needed a room was not a member of the cast. So production is not going, you know what I'm saying? Um, as so far we, as we think spending, production paid for their rooms? Do we think I mean, so? I know mean, that they didn't pay to, uh, okay. for anything for Sheena's wedding, right? So, okay, let's take the room out of it. If they didn't pay for the room, if Katie decided not to go or if she wasn't at the resort to film, because in Mexico, all-inclusive all resorts, you need the bracelet, right, to be on-premises. Right. So she wouldn't have got camera time. She wouldn't have been paid for those episodes. So let's say, they, yeah. let's say maybe, because I remember they said they didn't pay for her wedding. You're right about that. Let's let's go with that it was her money for the room. She still wants to be in the episodes, as she should. She's a cast member. She's not going to give up screen time for Sheena. I mean, right. Sheena, who, you know, Brock didn't get a contract. That's why we're not seeing him, okay? Right. So Sheena, because Brock didn't get a contract, the only person who really wanted to film with her, she wasn't invited on the girls' trip, was Schwartz. So Sheena made Katie her storyline by trying to hurt her. Katie yeah. didn't hurt Sheena during her divorce. I find Sheena so triggering doing this whole room thing because it's about the show. Right. Yes. If they weren't filming the wedding, maybe Katie would still have gone to Mexico but not stayed at the resort. But they're filming. Also, I can't help but, like, from... Well, we all know that how I feel about Sheena being a BUC. However... Like, from Katie's perspective, so I admit that I am biased, but from Katie's perspective, right, like, she was planning to go to Mexico, and, like, a lot of her friends would be there, 
and now she gets disinvited, like, I, it is a big resort. Like, I would be like, no, I still do want to go to Mexico. And by the way, you're not going to just push me out of this trip with my friends because it's your wedding, right? So it's not like you're going to be with everybody at every minute anyway. Right. Like, and even Lala said, like, I want my friend there. Like, that's who I'm going to be yeah. hanging out with. Also, yeah. The other evidence that they didn't pay for her wedding is that notice that James's girlfriend was not invited, which listen, <laughs> yeah. as a, but listen, to be fair, as a normal person having a wedding, if your friend says RSVPs for your wedding, like solo, and then, you know what I'm saying? You have your yeah. numbers and your budget planned out and they right. get a girlfriend like a month before, which is what happened. That's like a real life thing where you'd be like, listen, sorry, dude, but like you just got this girlfriend. She's a month in. Yeah. You're you were it's all your friends. You're gonna it's not like it's your friend from right. work who doesn't know anyone and needs a plus one. So right. I get that. But that's also proof that production wasn't paying for anything. Because yeah. if they were, obviously they would have paid for Allie to be there. Of course they would have, because the because of the drama with Rochelle and with all of that. So right. yeah, I totally agree. Um and you're right. I mean Sheena is definitely had, I think, plotted to make Katie her storyline, and that is really shitty. By the way, <laughs> we didn't even talk about this, but the beginning of the episode when they're wrapping up their trip in Lake Havasu, and they're at that bar, and then the guy, she calls him the Don, I don't know if his name is Don, but the Don comes over to hook up with Lala, she's all nervous, and he goes... <laughs> Don't get nervous when it's time to get serviced. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. <gasps> By the way, one of our followers figured out when she posted him in the bed somehow because he's a male model. He has like yeah. a blue check and everything. And he's like a public figure, right? He's a male model, blue check, public Instagram. So she figured it out. She was like, B, this guy, I know this guy. And she actually said she's like, he's a cool dude. And this is the guy she's hooking up with. Look, I can even show you the tattoos and then whatever. So I posted him. And it was the first time Lala ever messaged me. And she was like, and I'm only sharing this because it was nothing negative. And yeah. she was just like, you know what, Bravo and Cocktails, you've talked a lot of shit about me, but I got to I gotta take my hat off to you, man. Your followers unmatched. I was like, they sure are. It's it was true. very funny. It's... And and she said on Heather McDonald's podcast, shout out to our girl, Heather. We're team Heather. For those of you that yeah. know the drama that went on, we are always team Heather. Heather supports other women. Heather always shouts out accounts. I, Heather has cited me, my friends, other content creators, and she never needed to. She could have just said, I saw it on Instagram, and she always mm. does. Whether the account has 200 followers or 400,000 followers, Heather supports women. She supports content creators. She has them on her podcast all the time. She's good people. And yeah. for those people that say, oh, she's thirsty, Hollywood, whatever, it's how she earns her living. So, yeah. And you know what? She's a hardworking woman who has had strength, success off the strength of her own back. And we yeah. respect that around here. So we will yes. have no bad mouthing of Heather McDonald on our watch. But Absolutely on not. her podcast, Lala actually said her and the Don were back like talking. She kept it like very vague, but like sounds like they're hooking up again. Yeah, I heard her say that, which is why I was like, wait, okay, this is the guy. Because I was like, wait. And when I saw his tattoos, I was like, okay, that's the guy. I'm like, oh, I love this guy. But, I mean, don't get nervous when it's time to get service. I mean, he might have to have his own show, I feel like. Right? I think so. Um, and then speaking back to cover bands, um, we're hearing there's going to be a free show in Houston. Perhaps <laughs> some other places. 
I mean, I you know, like somebody's got to go and report back to us. Oh yeah, and they will. Don't you think? Yeah. Well, like we'll, a, we'll a, hear about it. A bunch of Houston followers messaged and they were like, "So, B, if I'm not financially supporting him, is it okay if I go?" I'm like, "If you bring a carton of eggs, it is." <laughs> I mean, somebody's got to tell us like what people are yelling in the crowd and all right. of that. I mean, I'm curious if there were a free show in my city, I would maybe happen to be walking by at I the might. time just to hear. I might. I don't know. Just out of curiosity. Okay. So Jersey, I just got caught up on that. It has been, I think it's been so good and talk about great casting. Like before we get into all that stuff, I was watching that Watch What Happens Live with Rachel Fuda and Jen Fessler. And I had also heard Jen on, I think it was on, no, I'm sorry, Rachel on Kate Casey's podcast this week. And Rachel came out and said that she and Jen Fessler maybe didn't hit it off right at first, but that they've become such good friends um, and that they're super close and then watching them on what what happens line live Rachel like and Jen were like holding hands it was so cute and so I was like cute. they have a real friendship and I I absolutely adore that because I mean God you and I both know like f- new friends can come from anywhere and so anyway I just I like to see that happen and yes and shared experience can make you very close with somebody that you otherwise wouldn't be right so right. it's like work friends right like there's right. that meme that I'm sure everybody has seen where it's like never would I have thought as a 22 year old that one of my biggest confidants would be a 65 year old yeah. woman in accounting but here I am right because that's how you get with your right. coworkers. so right it's awesome for sure so you know yeah, tell me what you're thinking about Jersey. Let's talk about it. So something that really stood out for me this episode, and I've always liked Jackie, but the hypocrisy of her questioning why Danielle doesn't speak to her brother when after many years of Jackie on our screens, we don't have a whole or full picture on why she doesn't talk to her sister. Right. It was sort of odd. I don't know why Jackie decided that her role this year should be coming for Danielle Cabral. I think that, and Danielle has actually said this publicly too. She said she didn't think she'd, she didn't know how she'd be received. Obviously she hoped she was well-received, but she was unsure because prior, a lot of people were saying, oh God, she was on True Life Staten Island. She's thirsty, her Instagram. So I think Jackie was maybe banking on the audience not taking to her and the and the audience kind of agreeing with her takes kind of going against Danielle. And I think that that has certainly backfired. I think mm-hmm. it's quite clear that Danielle is a star on this show. And I just don't think Jackie should have been the one to bring it up because it would be like me questioning why another account posts blinds that aren't verified. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, glass house, glass stones, don't throw them. Yeah. 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 They're both in glass houses. Yeah. I think she's kind of digging deep. I think, it, you know, and Jackie even admitted this, that it's been hard knowing that she was most likely getting a demotion and it just feels kind of low rent to me to go for the new girl about something that like is clearly painful for her. You know, it, it feels like it 
not just the glass house because of Jackie and her sister thing. I just, I don't, I don't, I, I know that she could do better and I don't, I don't think it's a good look on her. Is it like Danielle opened up to Jackie about it, right? Danielle opened up to Melissa about it. So it's right. not Jackie's place in any way. And because it's something that Jackie knows that pain, right? Jackie knows that feeling of not being close with your sibling. So yeah. why would she harp? I, I don't know. I find it an odd choice. Yeah, I agree. I think she's just, I think it's displaced anger, right? She's right. angry, upset about not having a spot. And then she's displacing it at one of the people who it looks like is going to have a spot. Right. There's my, you know, me and my, my psychology degree there um, you go, girl. at work. Um, which I don't actually have one. I'm just kidding. But I was one credit short. I almost double majored and I just decided like go ahead and finish in four years versus not. So anyway, um, what about speaking of therapy, um, Jen and Bill, I mean, they're, they're showing the session. I mean, my question for you is this, because I think, first of all, they both should get a lot of credit for even putting it out there. But do you think he's actually taking it seriously? I, you know, I can't answer that because I think it's hard. I think Bill's a hard person to read. I think he is guarded. Um, I think it's just his nature. I think he's guarded because that's how he is. But I also think professionally it's hard for him. I certainly think he loves his family. I think that their struggle, and, and again, I want to say I give Jen Aiden so much. She is... She might be one of our best housewives ever. And not because I personally love her so much because I have different opinions on different things she does. But she really hits the mark as a housewife, right? When you're looking mm -hmm. at the boxes you should check, she checks them all. And what I find, and they have a real true storyline, right? People talk about right. having a storyline. And I think that, forget about the cheating rumor, Push that aside because it doesn't even matter. Jen already knew about that. Right. Obviously, she's upset about how it's affected her children now that it's public. But what I'm watching Jen do is when Jen joined the show, she had something of her own. And she stepped into a platform where she found validation outside of being a wife and mother and homemaker. And she is dipping her toes <laughs> into being a modern woman. Okay. And yeah, I think we are in real time watching her navigate between her old fashioned cultural ways, how she was raised and looking at two daughters who now know that their father cheated on them, right. which totally changes that. Like, find a man, he'll take care of you, view for everybody involved. And I think that the show gave her a scope to say, I want my daughters to be raised in a more modern way. And I want to live a more modern life, right? That right. is what I think we're watching. I think that she loves Bill. I think that she loves her kids. And I think that she is trying to strike the balance because two things can be true. Okay. Right. You can, and I, like for me, I think I watched it. I watched my mom do it more so than me. I was raised more modern, but 
you can maintain those values, those cultural things that are important, holidays and family and, and tradition and religion and all of those things, but you can evolve to where your husband tells you how he's feeling and you express your emotions and you compromise. And it isn't just that he's the breadwinner and he comes home and lays mm -hmm. in the pool house and you, and I think now that she, maybe she's always wanted it, but now that she has her own career, which is obviously the show and, and all of the partnerships that have grown from the show and, and independent friendships outside of her family, right? Cause I'm sure she has mostly cousins and her sister and, and sister-in-law and those kind of friends. So she has gained this independent and to Bill's credit, he has supported it. And now as a couple and as a family, they're navigating this transition and we're watching it. Yeah. And I think that, um, I think that they'll make it work. I think, and, and, hmm. you know, I think that it's interesting because as a viewer, you take things from each person that you agree with and admire, right? right? And I think that when I look at somebody like Marge, I admire that she's always been a working mom because I'm one myself and she's a businesswoman right. because I'm one myself, right? But there are parts of me that when Jen said, I don't run at the first sight of trouble, I was raised that way, right? Yeah. Like. I wasn't, listen, I'm married since I'm 25 years old. So obviously to be married that long, it's because you don't run at the first sight of trouble. And that's not to say people should stay married because, and especially if there's cheating involved, I say all that to say, when you watch these women, you're watching Jen try to do both things, right? To honor what she feels is her, is her tradition, but to make it modern. I totally agree. And guys, by the way, I'm sorry. My dog is freaking out. Um, I'm sorry. He's fine. He just wants in the room and my cleaning lady let him in. So he's just on the other side of the door. He's fine. You know, but back to the whole Jen and Bill thing. Like, I also think that their conflict is really relatable where Jen is like, you know, all he cares about is their grades and achievement. And I just want them to be happy. But Bill's like giving them everything they want is definitely not going to make them happy. Like right. I can relate to that so much because like, and I see side, I can see both sides, you know? And like, I I've seen, you know, all of those things in my life as well. And no, you know, like, I think they both are right. Right. Like they're both right. And it's interesting to me. Yeah. I, I, I find it very interesting, I guess is a good yeah. way to put it. And, you know, whether I agree with her, don't agree with her, because many times I don't agree with her. I do enjoy yeah. watching. I also have to say, I found it funny when she showed us her new townhouse at the shore and she's like, I kept the sheets. I kept everything. Like, I don't know. There's things about her that I really like think are just so honest. And, you know, people compare her a lot to Teresa. They're and and I do think in in like that old fashioned cultural family, whatever that is, but yeah. Teresa would never a admit that, no, or b you know. So no, I like that. Absolutely I like not. I would like to see I like to see her when she's her. I don't like when she's soldiering. I exactly. I love a good overshare every once in a while, and like I totally agree. There's so many little pieces like that that I really do like in her. 
Um, okay, so what about <laughs> what about Louie um, talking like the whole wedding situation and, in my opinion, throwing Teresa under the bus? Amanda, this isn't the first time. He did the exact same thing at the reunion with Marge when Teresa was furious and screaming and Louis said to Marge, you're a good person. I forgive you. Yeah. And mm -hmm. Teresa's like, wait, what? I mean, so basically you're saying Teresa is irrational and she shouldn't be mad. Now, I do believe that he was sincere, but he wanted to look like the good guy. And Teresa's well, that's the crazy my question one. for you. Do you think he was sincere? Do you think he was motivated by trying no. to be the good guy? You know, Do you think he was being I, manipulative? I don't think he was sincere. I, I don't. So here's the thing where Melissa's mom's concerned. Here's my feeling on it. I mixed up my words. With Melissa's mom, if Louis was sincere and he felt when Teresa made the decision not to invite her, if he felt how he said he felt, which was that I, he, I'm sorry, but it was. If he had gone to Teresa and said, listen, Teresa, I understand there's some past there, but I really don't feel right not inviting your brother's mother-in-law. I think it would mean a lot to Joe for her to be there. And I think it's like a, a show of good faith for us to have her there. I think that Teresa, like she agreed with him there, would have been like, you know what? If you want her there, let's do it. And that is the appropriate way. So that mm -hmm. my husband isn't showing what an irrational lunatic I am that I didn't invite her, but rather he's privately saying to me, B, let's talk about this. Like, I know there are issues, but do you think you can move past it just for, just for the sake of doing the right thing? Keeping the peace, and then yeah. they would have invited her, but he didn't do that. He said, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. You know, Teresa made this decision, but I think you're great. You've always been nice to me. And then he was going to invite her. And I think he ultimately did invite her, but then we know Joe and Melissa don't go. So clearly the mom didn't go, but like, right. I don't think I mean, he was being sincere. I misspoke guys. I don't think he was being sincere. I didn't think he was being sincere with Margaret either. I think yeah. for some reason he likes looking like the good guy while Teresa looks like the crazy one. Yeah. And I, where I just can't quite land is, is he being manipulative or is, is he trying to get some kind of savior, good guy syndrome? I just, I don't know. I can't quite. So tell, we don't know that yet. So we don't know if there's something, what we do know is that he wants people to think, oh, look at Louie. Cause everyone yeah. has said it. Marge has said it. Fessler said it this week. You're such a good guy. You're such a mediator. You always, you always are the rational one. You, you know, so. Right. It could, and I hope it's just that, that he gets satisfaction from just being the good guy. But we know that it could be that at the end of the day, he can throw his hands up and say, you saw how I behaved and I was a good guy. And yeah. I can't say that for, you know, so. Right, right. Well, even the, the Teresa Stan accounts on Instagram have been calling Louie out for that whole situation as well as what we see in the preview where he says he wears no-nos Teresa's dad's who's passed away rest in peace wears his pajamas to convey a warm comforting feeling to the family I first of all <laughs> I rewinded it and I was like wait what so so you're oh. telling me that Teresa's daughters, who, mind you, are 22, 18, 16, and like 14, are comforted by him wearing, 
that did you see Joe's face? It was just utter shock. And then Teresa gets in bed with him when he's ew. Like what the f- in the actual flying f, Louis? That is so weird. So weird. It's so weird. I, I mean, can see Teresa wearing his pajamas to bed to make her feel closer to him to no no. You know, like I could right. see her doing that. Well, she came out today and she's like, okay, I just want to clarify that he, he, it was brand new pajamas that I had bought my father that he never wore and I gave them to him. And okay, but how does that make no. the girls? Yeah. That it was sounds very, like a I, I think he was looking to trigger no. Joe Gorga. And it looks like it worked because then he started screaming. And again, that isn't to say that Joe Gorga should blow up and behave like that. Because I've said many times that, right. you know, he's got to learn to control his temper. Him and his sister have that in common. But come on. Somebody tells you they're wearing your father's pajamas. I mean, how would Teresa react if Melissa said, yeah, I go to bed every night to make you, your niece and nephews comfortable. I wear your mother's pajamas. <laughs> it's... I. I it's indefensible. Clearly, Teresa was just trying to cover this up because that's that's not what Louis is saying. Like he, at the very least, even if that's not it was the truth, that's not what he was implying. Like that's so messed. It's just so, it is so messed up. I find that to be a real line, like that he has crossed, and it's like he, it's a clear shot to try to get Joe mad. Right. Um. I just, I don't know. I'm I'm just starting to think that Louis is a lot more manipulative than maybe anybody's giving him credit for, except for Kate Casey, because Kate Casey's, she's got she's, his number. I think, I think a lot of people have his number. I think yeah. that we're, I think that we're not seeing it this season from the other ladies because they're trying to do the right thing and give him the benefit of the doubt. I think right. the reunion is going to be pretty explosive. I think we're going to see a lot of feelings on that. And I think the fans, by and large, see it as bananas, even people who like Teresa. There's a small section of soldiers that are refusing to see it, but it's funny. None of them reposted the pajama comment, so I oh, guess they the stand, even the stand, some, One of the biggest Teresa Stan accounts even called out and said, Louis, you know, Teresa, I love you, and Louis, I love you, but this is weird. Right. So, and it is weird. It is and weird. on that note... <laughs> Everybody stay in your own pajamas, okay? Until <laughs> next time, cocktailers. Bye, everybody. Thank you guys so much for listening. Just want to ask you guys a favor. Just getting kicked off. So many people have been asking us to do this podcast. So please do subscribe. And if you've subscribed, go to your podcast app and hit those three little dots to share with your friends, but only friends who like good tea because the ones who don't care about tea, then like forget them. And don't forget, find us on Instagram at Bravo and cocktails underscore and check out the website because some great tea gets put there daily that would get us kicked off of Instagram. (laughs) So thanks for listening, everybody. Bye guys. See you next time.